0: Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the O3 gang. I don't have Nox's camera set up in the uh, thing, so let me fix that real fast. Oh, hello. (laughs) I don't know what happened there. Uh, This is a little scuffed. Not sure why his... uh, It's a solo solo podcast with Sandy. Yeah, it's just me and Nox tonight. Uh, If you haven't gathered, welcome to the O3 gang, although it's looking a bit more like a solo gang. O2 gang, yeah. (laughs) uh, O2 gang, because Nox is... uh, not here somehow, even though I definitely tested this like five minutes ago and it was working. So I'm not exactly sure uh, where he went. They don't need to see me anyway. I don't yeah, have any. Yeah, we don't see. need to we don't need to see uh, <laughs> we don't need to see him at all. I don't know where you went. Uh, that's really strange to me. Alright, so we'll, we'll just talk while I get this figured out. Uh, <laughs> a blank Knox war is, uh, is here. Alright. Um, alright, so, O three 3 week. Again, um, not exactly sure, uh, what happened, you know? A bit of a kerfuffle altogether. And I felt like the, um... I felt like the Team Liquid game really exemplified a lot of the issues that we had been talking about in the last few weeks. Um, And it was just a bit of a frustration to watch overall. I I was even at a point where I was like, man, even if they win, I don't know if I'm going to feel good about it. You know, like, okay, they got they'll get a win, but I still feel kind of rough or whatever so <laughs> i mean I,
1: i'll be honest i would have taken the win and been so happy yeah with no it. i <laughs> and i get that
0: that's totally fair i just was like man uh uh yeah kind of kind of rough okay i i fixed it hey Yay, here. Up, i uh i had the uh the window minimized that was the issue i needed to bring it back up all right nox is back with us uh all right, we're going to unscuff this stream. Welcome to season 1, episode 16 of the Flight Check podcast. Uh 03 gang rise up. Where are you at? Uh it was a bit of a uh bit of a mess. Uh yeah, 10 game losing streak. Very much a feels bad man uh moment. I I don't know what to say anymore at this point. Um I mean, Knox, give me uh. your Give me your general impressions, because you, well, you were, first of all, on a bit of a mini-vacation this weekend. So, yes, I was. So you have very fresh uh, knowledge of these games, because you just watched them. You just watched these VODs. So give me some takes. Like, how how did you feel about it all?
1: Uh, Just... <laughs> It's left me wondering why we're not having the academy team in, and I can't like. And we can talk about this all all night long, and we probably honestly will at some
0: point. Yeah. But oh, we lost my camera again. Oh, that's uh, that's my problem. I need to stop clicking <laughs> in Discord while I can't read I can't read people's takes in the in the flight check Discord anymore because I'm running the stream. Boy, uh, I, I will do the
1: ta- I will do the take reading for you. We'll, we'll, Good. We apologize, guys. We're uh, definitely. Maybe well, sort of not new. We're we're
0: uh, <laughs> we're a little lost without Curly. That's what's going on, really. We need a uh, we need Curly back in our lives. Come on, you know.
1: Anyway, back on the topic of FlyQuest, um, just watching this weekend has reaffirmed my stance on I I need to see the Academy team in at this point. Uh, currently. Like after watching the TL game specifically, the looks on our players' faces were just devastated. We looked like we had no motivation. We looked just tired and just kind of going through the motions. It was just I I don't know what to what else to say. Just I need I need something to change. And I, I yeah. put it on Twitter, and it's not to toot my own horn here, but literally my most liked Twitter post, which is kind of depressing because it's me writing on <laughs> FlyQuest, but. Literally, it was my most liked Twitter post about something needs to change. And so, for me, personally, I would like to see that be something along the lines of getting the Academy gang in there. If you want to have, like, a fusion of the main roster and the Academy gang, that's something that we could totally discuss and maybe we talk more about later tonight. But, again, final statement on this is something's got to change because the games this weekend, outside of the 100 Thieves one and even then the back half of that, they just were not great.
0: Yeah, and I I was going to bring this tweet up later um, but I, I, I'm just going to bring it up now, and you know, it's from it's from Dom. I will dominate. Uh, who said uh, FlyQuest just look like they have no effing passion, man? Everything just seems so incredibly half-assed. Feels like they are just waiting for the season to be over, and it's like that's a tough thing to hear for sure. Um, but I mean, man, if it doesn't if it doesn't ring true a little bit, you know? It, yeah, I, I a little bit. I feel he's kind of right, and I hate to say it, like, because I don't want to... I mean, like, this is a fan, you know, podcast. Like, we're not here to bash the team. This is not, you know, we're definitely biased, right? We want the team to do well. But when... Uh, when you play a game like that uh, versus Team Liquid... Where it was uncoordinated, you had Crumbs actively calling us out on the broadcast for a lack of synergy and lack of coordination. Um, It was just, yeah, it was just painful. Uh, You know, it felt like everyone is a bit checked out. And once again, we are incredibly lucky that Counter-Logic Gaming and Golden Guardians are also (laughs) horrifically bad teams. But in a weird way, I still feel like we're playing even worse than they are. Like, and I said this to you just like a few moments ago on, you know, in our pre-show chat. But when I look at the way CLG and the way Golden Guardians get on the stage and the way they play, they are actively looking to win. They are not sitting down and going home. They're not just, like, there to go through the motions. And for me, that is a huge difference from when I'm watching the the main FlyQuest roster right now. Um, you know, those teams, they are hungry. They know that there is literally one playoff spot left. I mean, you can basically you know, lock in the top seven, you know, from 100 Thieves all the way down to Immortals. I think it's pretty solid and secure, you know, those seven teams will be in uh, the playoffs. And it's literally down to us, CLG, and Golden Guardians for that eighth spot, you know, and, you know, whoever's going to get likely clapped by, uh, you know, in the first losers round. But, you know, you still want to make playoffs. It's still a good and You, you want to see the best of five. You want to see a best of five. You want to see what your team can do. So, like, this is... Like, for me, this is a bit of a call-out. Like, it's like, you know you're there. Like, you, we play CLG this upcoming weekend. Massive match. Huge yeah. implications. You know, this is one of those must-win games, right? Um <laughs> You have to win this to, you know, put yourself... Uh, in a better position over them, so gotta win that CLG match, and, you know, for better or for worse, we are still in it, and it sounds so strange to say that when we're sitting here at 9-24, and riding a 10-game losing streak, but we are still in this playoff fight, and for me, it is incomprehensible as to why we are on stage acting like the season is a wash at this point. Now, I will say, I do think – I'm going to contradict myself because I do think the season at this point is a bit of a wash. But you but, can still make playoffs. You can still fight. Go for it. Do something. So
1: I, I was going to say, I had two, two episodes ago, I said if we continue on the current path that we're on right now, we need to consider just calling the season a wash. Mm-hmm. We have now reached the point where, at least for the main team – This season is a wash. Yeah. It is a wash. I'm sorry. Big agree. GG it. Go next. (laughs) Um now that does not mean the org itself, and this is only because CLG has continued to craft the bed and this is only because Golden Guardians is continuing to struggle. Yeah. But the org does not have to call the season a wash just yet. But the main roster needs to be done. So hopefully. Again, I, 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 I'm gonna sound like a broken record tonight, but I just I've gotta see the Academy boys in. I yeah. gotta see something change.
0: No, I, I completely agree. And even again, Crumbs on the broadcast said he was like, you know, I was surprised to see uh the Academy, you know, team not get subbed in. You know, like people are actively wondering what is going on. Why are we sticking with this uh roster? these five guys who clearly are not on the same page. Um, I think this was really... The TL game for me really exemplified a lot of the issues. Uh, You saw a lot of just uh, engages and attempts to fight that were not coordinated. Uh, The one that really comes to mind uh, was one where uh, we tried going in on tactical uh, in on our blue side jungle. So we were red side and it was mm-hmm. blue side jungle. Yep. And uh we go in on him, he ults away, and then Armeo uh paranoia is Nocturne ults in. Yeah, he yep. Nocturne ults in. And I yeah, that just leads to utter disaster. Um you know, I think we either like we don't get tactical for first of all. And we uh Especially
1: not playing Zaya, that's just that's a hard yeah. champion to gank.
0: Absolutely. Um yeah, there was, there was another moment where uh, Dreams tried to Nautilus hook uh, Tactical, who, you know, he's a good player, he's got the fast fingers, who just ults the hook, right, uh, on mm-hmm. Zaya, dodges it, and, but the crazy thing to me about that play was, there was nobody in the area. There was no, there even if Dreams had connected on that hook, there's no follow-up to do any damage. You know, at that point, all he has to do is, you know, zaya ult again, you know, after he gets hooked, and he'll get out scot-free. Um, and There were t- other Team Liquid members in the way. So it's just uncoordinated engages, uh, lack of synergy amongst the team, and uh, passive play. Uh, that was a big thing. For me this week, especially the T- in the TL game again, yeah. just again. <laughs> well, even yeah. in the Hundred Thieves game, because nothing really happened
1: in the Hundred Thieves game for the first like what thirteen minutes. And I yeah. mean, yeah, just, it was. Hello? I mean,
0: I remember, uh, I remember seeing in the Hundred Talk uh, Discord a lot of uh, resident sleepers getting spammed, <laughs> you know, and a lot of uh, a lot of Z's going through. It was, uh, yeah, it was a slow game, and I am tired of watching us sit back and try to farm for 15 minutes while we get out macroed um you know TL completely out macroed us uh at multiple points on Sunday um and it was just it was just frustrating to watch uh, as a fan you want the team to do well you want them to succeed but when they aren't you really have to start asking like, Okay, like, what is the issue here? Um, so, for, so, like, I, I wanted yeah, to ask you. Yeah, like, well, what's your? Yeah, you, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Do you want to theory craft the <laughs> reasonings behind why things are happening the way they're happening? Like, let's let's just let's, let's go into some theories. And I and this isn't like uh, for people listening. Like, this isn't flaming. This is. Uh, we're looking through logical pathways to find why. This may or may not be happening. This isn't the hot takes. This isn't going in and like venting or anything. This is okay, is there a possible logical reason why the team is playing this way? Well, this so, is this is us saying
0: yeah. we want the team to get better. How do you fix the team, right? Because clearly yes. clearly there is some issue. So yeah, why don't you fire off with a couple ideas to start? With.
1: So currently, right now, um, uh, I'll, I'll keep it focused on the main team for now, and then I'll kind of delve into the academy situation as well. But for the, the time being, there, I feel, is something, A, shot-calling-wise, that kind of started off in the beginning of the season with Licorice not being able to re- uh, recopy, or however you want to phrase it, what he had on Cloud9. So he couldn't do the shot-calling, he didn't feel comfortable with it, he didn't feel like he was making the correct decisions and over time that started feeding into the rest of the team of just like well licorice can't make these calls therefore uh we're struggling and the rest of the team's not being able to back him up on it and it was just there wasn't any in-game lo- voice or leader right yeah. which is why you saw dreams come in who supposedly had a lot of voice in the Schalke the fur roster over in europe and as we've seen kind of over the course of summer that really just kind of stabilized the quality of play from support because Diamond wasn't doing so well. So it was nice to see mechanical stability, but not the in-game leader voice that we needed, in which case at that point, I think someone from the general management needed to step in and say, hey, we've got to pick you or whoever it may be to say, hey, you need to be the in-game leader and you need to just help push the team forward. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to reference an article earlier today uh, from... Who was it? I I'm want to actually pretty, say his name, Nick the, Ray. The or upcomer, Asher is here. Yes, the upcoming writer. Article? So, yeah. Nick Ray at Asher is here on Twitter. I'm or find
0: this and link it in the in the Twitch chat for all of you.
1: Yeah, like, at, at Asher is here underscore. Um, really great article, and the reason I bring this up is because uh, in it, Palafox is talking about the team that's currently active right now. And he states that right now we're so passive and we don't really have anyone who wants to just say go. And I think at some point, uh, whether it be like a team psychologist, in which case I don't – does Flaglist have a team psychologist? Do you know?
0: I don't believe so, at least as far as I know, because I have a Twitter list of all the staff and org members, uh, and I do not believe there is a sports psychologist on the team currently.
1: I really, really think this team right now could benefit from having a sports psychologist. Which is, uh, which is almost ironic, you
0: could say, considering we're uh, the org that focuses on positivity, <laughs> environment, and positivity, mental attitude, good mental health, and all these things. Like, mm, maybe we need a sports psychologist to kind of <laughs> help us out with a few of those things
1: so uh I, honestly if anyone listening at any point feel free to message me on twitter or in our discord but like if you, we have a sports psychologist let me know because me know i don't think we have one right now and i i think the the guys at least the main roster guys could really use one yeah no, I fully. Agree. so to summarize all that basically is just it started with licorice being designated as like the in-game leader because he was coming from cloud nine he was the veteran he was supposed to be the voice of the team yeah wasn't able to uh, give it his all or for whatever reason. And so the inability to lead in shot call spread throughout the team and everyone's just trying to figure it out. And then there's not really back office staff or management or coaches that are able to designate an in-game leader slash voice. And that's kind of where we are right now. And so I'm, I still stand by, I mean, if you go look at the very beginning of the year, we said this team, while not going to be amazing at the start, should have the quality to be able to rise to being a solid team. And I still stand by that. These players showed in past years that they're great. They can be great, but I don't think they're getting the support and tools that they need right now.
0: Well, and we always see in LCS, this is a, and even in LEC, Korea, uh, China, even, you see it's a consistent pattern that teams... Uh, in the spring season struggle uh, a little bit. Uh, Most teams struggle because they've got new teammates, uh, it's a new meta, they're trying to figure out their synergies, they're trying to do whatever. Uh, But by summer, most teams have locked in to what they are doing, to what their game plan is, um, to how they're approaching the meta, what their strategies are, what their synergies are. And they have those figured out. And to me right now, it feels like the team has not arrived there yet, but the rest of the LCS has. And that is why things look so drastically different uh, in comparison to some of the other teams. I mean, look at CLG and the way that they leaned into their uh, Bongo comp. Their Bongo comp. <laughs> <laughs> For, you know, a couple weeks. Now, it has not. Survived past those couple weeks because other teams figured out how to counter it, uh, which, you know, as they should, but um, they figured out something that was working for them and they leaned into it. Um, They figured out other strategies that work for them and they're leaning into it. And it feels like we are not, um, yeah, we've just not leveled up at the same rate that everyone else has and they've all just blown right by us. Um, and that is, that's really concerning because that either, that indicates one of two things for me. One, that the players are unable to learn, like they're just not able to soak in the knowledge or they're not able to, uh, take in the concepts that they're seeing, learn from their mistakes, or it's a coaching issue and the coaches are not able to, you know, show them what to do, help them get better. It, it's, for me, it's one of those two issues. Uh, I don't know if you have a different perspective on that.
1: Uh, I think, honestly, you nailed it on the head, although I think it's more option two than option one. Okay. Uh, I Because I, I don't think it's individual issues, right? There's no one that's like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Palafox this past weekend had some dumb mechanical issues uh, <laughs> moments, like backing in the mid lane, right? I think it was versus the EG match. That was kind of dumb, right? Like, there, there's been occasional into moments where we kind of, like, the players themselves turn their brain off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think we just... We need, like, direction. And I don't think currently we're getting the direction that we need, right? So, it's just... Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just very it's,
0: it's frustrating to watch. I mean, the... The perspective i have when i sit down on my couch and watch these games you know on on the weekend is all right getting ready to you know watch another l and uh laugh through the pain by tweeting the horse on the beach uh man man. man.jpeg uh meme that i've been tweeting from the account after every l for the last few weeks uh you know sometimes you gotta cope with the pain by laughing at it but look i mean. You know, I don't want that to be the the status, you know. I don't want to be tweeting this meme every week, you know? Um it's so it's frustrating. Uh so Curly had he's out, obviously tonight, but he did uh have a quick thought uh that he left for us that I think is a good place for us to segue into. And so I was gonna
1: say, can can you read it
0: or yeah, I can read it. Um, okay. So he said, "I personally think that Tomo and Kum- Hang on, I'm gonna try to do this in my best curly impression. Let's see if I can. Let's see oh, if I can boy. do a curly impression. I personally think that Tomo and Kumo should be given a second chance to shine in the LCS, as they've shown they can make up for these factors." Kumo consistently holds his own on weak side, and Tomo has the confidence to make plays. I also believe Diamond would be able to work effectively if given another shot, especially since him and Tomo have obvious chemistry as a duo. All right, that is uh, that was my curly impression. That right that there. was actually a pretty good curly. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was solid. Look, I mean, when you uh, when you spend an hour and a half uh, on on video call with somebody. Uh, every week you you get to know them you get to know <laughs> <laughs> you get to know how they talk you know
1: <laughs> but to curly's point though uh i'm just i'm i'm actually like it was a really good curly impression. <laughs> uh, I, I i think curly's actually can can somebody can also somebody
0: clip that for us real quick that's uh that's a yeah that'd be great
1: yeah. um i i think curly's pretty much Nailed a hammer on the head, in my opinion. Uh, I I agree. Kumo holds his own in top lane and even exerts a lot of pressure of pressure on the side lanes whenever I watch him play. Even the Golden Guardians match on yeah. LCS stage last, not last Sunday, the Sunday previous, right? Yep. He had a lot of a lot of good plays. And then Tomo obviously had the literal most damage per minute, granted on Ezreal, but we don't need to mention that. Details, uh, details. For the first time ever on, like as a first-time showing right that yeah. was the most the rookies ever shown on L C A stage it was great and he was like seven and two and he was doing work i i was like okay like we looked good and so and then i i already said this last week as well that whoever tomo wants to play with let him play with whether it be dreams or diamond i think diamond looked pretty solid with tomo the one time granted if at any point uh diamond starts kind of having what he was doing in spring bringing dreams and I don't, it's like, I'm sitting here thinking all this in my head, but we also only have 12 games left, right? right. So.
0: Well, so yeah, at the yeah. at the best we could possibly do is, you know, win the next 12 games, uh, which let's be honest, not likely to happen, um, mainly because we have to play every single team at least one more time. Uh, so that means we are going to have another 100 Thieves game. Going to have another TSM game, another Cloud9 game, another Team Liquid game. So you can almost count off uh, four L's right there. Uh, and then the rest are a bit more winnable. Um, yeah. But, I mean, when it comes to uh, playoffs, I'm going to pull up what, because, uh, you know, we had this whole um, eight team uh, playoff bracket last year. So now, obviously, the. Uh, the way things uh, the way the splits work this year is completely different, but you can still look at percentages. So for reference, uh Hundred Thieves and Dignitas last summer uh got into the seventh and eighth place uh playoff positions with a 39 and a 28% win rate uh oh. respectively. So Dign- Dignitas went five and thirteen in summer, but still uh, snuck out that eighth place uh, spot. So 28%, uh, we'll do some quick maths here uh, on the show. 28% of 45 is about 12 and a half wins. So theoretically. we three games short. <laughs> so, theoretically. <laughs> That's all I'm hearing the, right the, now. <laughs> the historical precedence for getting into playoffs is a 28% win rate. Right now, we are at a 20%, uh, I'm sorry, we are at 27% uh, for the entire year. So theoretically, all we have to do is win four or five more games, and we should, should sneak into playoffs.
1: Now And the and the other thing is if we get that, we actually may be okay looking in the playoffs if we get those four or five wins.
0: Exactly. Now, how do we get there? It is time to bring in the Academy. This is this is my this is my moment to, to uh, okay. this kinda, Br- bring it this in. Is, Sandy. You this got is the this. solution. Bring in the same guys that you brought in last week. Kumo in the top lane. Jose in jungle, Palafox mid, Tomo diamond in the bot lane. Please. Yep. <laughs> they are Yep. It, we cannot under uh I'm not I'm sorry. We cannot overestimate or over I'm le- losing the right word here. We cannot overpraise, overhype the Academy team enough. They are getting uh praise from other coaches. On other teams. I believe uh Peter Dunn from Evil Geniuses uh had a tweet recently where he proclaimed them, you know, one of the top Academy teams. And you know what? Their record reflects that. The Academy team right now is 14 and six. Uh looking at the teams that they have dropped matches to, so I don't believe they've ever had an 02. They, they have one. They have one. They have one against Cloud9. Uh, and look, that is understandable. Cloud9 uh, is a very good uh, Academy, Academy roster. But they have 2-0'd, every other team, um, or one one They are 14-6. and six. Now, obviously, Academy is a completely different beast to LCS. You know, there's a big difference between playing someone like uh, you know, Sword, uh, or, you know, uh Pretty or Yunbi uh in the mid lane for Palafox, versus a Jensen or a Perks, right? There's a really big difference for uh, Kumo to be going up against someday, Impact, Huni, uh, you know, who are some other big top laners. Uh Alfari the big boys. Alfari if he's back in, versus somebody like, you know, Fiend or Niles, or, you know, uh, Tony Top. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a really big difference in skill there, right? However, they have shown uh, that they can excel. And I believe it is time to reward that. These guys, at this point, are your best shot at picking up wins. And that, at the end of the day, is what is the most important thing in this league. Get the wins. The main roster is not doing it right now. They are uncoordinated. They do not have the synergies uh, necessary to succeed in the LCS. And they are just going to continue uh, losing in these fashions in these, I'm sorry, unacceptable fashions unless something drastic is done. Mm -hmm. Ten, Ten losses in a row that is three. Is not acceptable. That is three zero oh, and three weeks in a row. Like that is not acceptable as an organization. You cannot look at that and say, well, "Well, well, well, they'll they'll get it figured out. They'll get it figured out. You know, we'll we'll work on it. We'll come back." And I love this org. I love what this org stands for. Um, you know, I'm all about the the charities that we have donated to. I'm all about. Uh, MeQuest and the, you know, the positive mental attitude and mental health initiatives that we have taken. Sometimes it does drive me a little nuts when the organization cannot, you know, has this attitude towards these things and does not publicly talk enough about like, yeah, this is frustrating or this is unacceptable. You know, I would like to see some kind of maybe accountability from leadership saying like, look, this is, this is rough uh we we get it we're sorry fans we're going to try and fix this
1: um so we we, we got it a little bit from nick on that reddit post last week yeah. uh which not to bring up that guy because that guy actually apologized to me so i'm <laughs> not gonna roast him anymore i
0: think he said um, that i think he said he was drunk when he made he that post he was he made so that we are post. going to forgive him <laughs> we're gonna forgive him and also you know what? this is a this is a public apology from the podcast for uh, roasting this guy so incessantly. <laughs> we are sorry. I hope you're watching tonight or you see this VOD. Uh, we should not have gone in as hard on you as we did. Um, it was just an easy target. Uh, in the future, folks, we will not uh, publicly call out. Well, maybe we will. We'll see. <laughs> um, well, it depend on how bad it, it is. It depends on we'll how drunk it. of a post you make. So, yeah. We'll see <laughs> But uh, to
1: to bring it back to Nick, though, I mean, we we did see Nick reply to that post, though. You you saw him, like, he he put his heart into those words. He was just like, man, like, I get it. Fans are, like, upset. They're frustrated. We are, too. We are actually doing everything that we can uh, that's possible to figure out why we're playing the way we are, why we're struggling so much. And, like, it was like, okay. I mean, for once, it's nice to see an actual staff member Outside of a player in low-form interviews, yeah. state, hey, we, we know, we know, we know. we well, or sorry.
0: But- the only players uh, that we have really seen make any kind of public comment on Twitter are Palafox and Jose. Um, mm mm-hmm. And you see licorice in
1: like interviews occasionally, but they're not like big brand name like outside of Travis back in spring. Like right. I haven't really seen licorice do any as well. I just know words from Diamond or Dreams and or Johnson for that matter. Yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, TMB in the chat uh, he actually said uh, kind of what I was thinking. You know, it shouldn't take a flame post to have Nick come out and talk to the fans. And then he makes a comparison to Papa Smithy of 100 Thieves. You know, Papa Smithy tweets after every win or loss. He's in the Discord. He's on the sub. You know, we're not asking the org to, you know, put in, you know, the same levels of effort or copy or do the exact same thing. But it would be nice to have a little bit more communication um, from the org. I mean, it was – I watched – I don't know if you saw the – the bear cups uh stream that uh trisha and voidboy did on um uh, on saturday night Saturday night I did um, not I was uh I
1: was out on a lake kayaking in Austin it was great
0: Wow uh <laughs> all right hard flex okay <laughs> um that sounds fantastic uh so long story short there was a um there was somebody in the uh, in the tournament. Uh, I believe he's in the FlyQuest Discord. You know, he's changed his nickname to uh, FlyQuest, and then it's like line. Oh my remote God. Specialist, but he now yeah, yeah, yeah. he now has the actual summoner name of FlyQuest. Fly quest. Um, and he went up against uh, the guy the guy who eventually won the um the whole tournament. And Trisha was kind of joking about, like, oh, no, you know, I really hope FlyQuest isn't about to take a second L today. And, like, that's kind of funny. Oh. That's kind of funny, right? <laughs> like, like it's, yeah. it's legitimately funny. <laughs> Unfortunately, he did end up losing, so FlyQuest did take two Ls that day. But when I heard that, I was also like oh, yikes, you know, okay, we're kind of, like, laughing away the... Laughing away the, Laughin away
1: the pain, just and, like you and me every week.
0: Yeah, and it's like, we're fans, we can laugh away the pain, you know, it's like, at the end of the day, FlyQuest loses, you know, I'm like, man, that's really frustrating, I make a tweet about it, and then I move on, you know, with my day, I've got other things to take care of, It's I'm not, like, I'm not part of the team, you know, I'm not emotionally, you know, crushed by it, but... I want to see a little bit more communication from the org, especially when there is as much of a struggle uh, as there is right now. Um, You know, and this goes back to other things that we've talked about, things like when we did bring in the Academy guys a couple weeks ago, we didn't find out about this officially until (laughs) Until an hour before game time. Now, there had been like a bit of a hint from the Academy coach uh, in an interview uh, after Fantics. one of yeah fantix uh, one after one of the academy games that this might happen but there was no communication about it until an hour before game time and like the org doesn't owe us these things but it's like can we get a little bit more of communication just just a little something to it crumb, would be nice a crumb of of communication uh for us so that is my whole Uh, take on some of the issues um
1: so i will say uh, to segue this a little bit uh this isn't via the flyquest org itself but to shout out tim from oracle's elixir and his podcast yes uh nick and kanani the head coach for flyquest currently will both be on that podcast this wednesday at 10 a.m pacific standard time Yes. so we will it'll be one of the Biggest – this is crazy that I'm saying this. It will be one of the <laughs> biggest interviews that we've had for this org literally all year. Uh, like, no, fully probably agreed.
0: I don't think you're underestimating yeah. – you're not understanding that at all. I completely agree. Um, you know, I wish uh, – I'm, I'm unfortunately, I'm going to have to watch the VOD of that later. I won't be able to watch it live. But, um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a huge – interview for us as fans because it's like this is going to be huge communication
1: which is kind of frustrating because it's like why am i having to don't get wrong i love tim he does great but like why am i having to go to a third-party podcast to get info on the team yeah so i i just i, I guess in the future i not that i think any flag was staff members are currently watching but <laughs> If you if anyone wants to mention it to possible FlyQuest members like I would absolutely love if You could tell the FlyQuest staff that hey, we would love to have more content Around the actual team itself. It doesn't have to be 100 thieves like a heist or it doesn't have to be like TSM Legends or anything like that, but like I would love to just see a little something something on how the team is doing week to week. Because right now we have the content stuff on like, oh hey, little games and whatnot and um, like Mundo Dodgeball or having uh Jose video to do Spanish lessons with the team. Yeah. I just like and that's cool and all I love seeing that stuff, but I I want to see how the team is actually doing.
0: That's yeah, what I want to see. The content yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the content. Uh we love Tricky here on the Flight Check podcast. Uh great guy. Um, you know, he does a really good job with the content for the team. Um, but, you know, I saw, uh, like, one thing that I saw from another team, from Immortals, um, you know, they got a really quick, uh, reaction video, uh, from their coach, uh, Giotto. Um... I probably said that wrong, which is ridiculous because I am also Portuguese, and I should be able to pronounce <laughs> that right. Um, Come on. I think it's like – on your I think it's like, I think it, oh, I'm going to say it wrong. Here we go. It's like "giotto" uh, or something like that. Um, there's like some weird uh, syllable th- uh, that's in there that I, I've heard him say before, and I can't replicate it right now. But uh, he – they put out, like, I don't know how long it was, like, maybe a minute or so of him just kind of reacting uh, to, I think, a loss uh, that they had taken over the weekend. And it's like, wow, that is, you know, a totally different level of accountability to the fans where it's like you know, talking about what went wrong or what the mentality was going into the game, you know, those kinds of things. And, you know, especially for, like, bringing in... Um, the Academy guys, you know, it's like, okay, you're bringing them in. Why are you bringing them in? Are you bringing them in because you think they can get you more wins? Or because you're rewarding them for good Academy performance? Um,
1: Or even because... We all wanted the FlyQuest Academy boys to come this past weekend, right? Yes. Like, Shoot, you put out a content piece saying, man, the boys feel actually confident in this week for whatever reason. It's like, all right, we'll give you guys one more chance. I'd buy that. I would yeah. be like, all right, you know what? If you if you were really that confident, granted, like the faces of the players after the <laughs> Team Liquid game would quickly dispute that. But like if you showed me a content piece the week before we went live in the games and had players saying yeah no we're ready for this week we feel confident we feel good i'd be like all right let's see it like and i'd actually be okay but right now i'm like why did what where, where are the boys where yeah. are my academy boys
0: yeah yeah i think uh yeah just to go back to what you said about you know sports psychologists i feel like there's just a bit of a a mental boom you know uh going on for the main team and the the academy roster they're full of confidence uh, they're turbo smurfing, uh, over there. And I think they really deserve to come in and, you know, try and scratch out some wins. Um, and, you know, I would say, you know, get those wins and mm-hmm. let them, you know, keep it all the way into even playoffs at this point. Uh, because clearly whatever we have been trying on the main roster is it's not, not working, working. We need to shake it up. Yep. Stop. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, now that we've magically fixed all of uh, FlyQuest's problems, uh, please, if you've got any hot takes in the chat that you want to discuss, feel free to... I, I, I feel TMB in. boiling uh, up we right know, now. We know TMB is about to unleash the fury uh, of a thousand is hot it? suns. Uh, he's about to copy paste that wall he put yeah, in our about, Discord. Yeah, earlier. He, <laughs> if, if you all are not in our uh, flight check Discord, uh, TMB earlier posted an absolute wall of text. Uh, Curly, uh, Hunter, talk pod in the chat asking, "Where's Curly?" Uh, don't worry, he's fine. He is uh, working. Uh, the The restaurant scene has taken over. Uh, but don't worry. If hey, Hunter, talk. If you guys go uh, go live while we're still on. We'll hit you with that sweet, sweet raid. Uh, that's, that's a, uh, flight check promise from us to you. Um. Oh, actually, I'm right. <laughs> I thought his house burned down from the hot takes. Yeah, well, I mean, that's certainly possible. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking, it doesn't look like he had, he had any, uh, super hot takes, uh, in, yeah, he actually didn't, I know what his, uh, what his picks are for the weekend but i don't know why he made those picks uh we can probably make our best estimate do you want to move on to previewing the next week or was there anything else you wanted to hit on before we uh do so we
1: can hit tmb he, he, he got his take in real quick in which case okay. tmb says the only thing i will say is that i am done with johnson as an lcs 80 carry i know he has potential. Uh, but the amount of effort he's giving us in game and out of game leaves you with no other opinion that he needs to be on a different team, which, I mean, so part part of me feels like Johnson has definitely not been a standout player. He does not look as good as he did on Dignitas with Uh, Aphromoo. We we can say that everyone knows that, right? Right. I will say, however, I don't think he's been... Bismal, and I say that again, knowing that I used that exact term for licorice like three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> and so, and here's the reason why. Okay, yeah, he has not been given resources to carry the game, and I, the points that I will make, and I'll the evidence I'll show to you. Mm-hmm. or i told you to go look at rather because i'm not gonna like hey here you go is go look at a lot of jose de Yodo's pathing in the games and look at how palafox tends to roam right right don't get me wrong there's instances where the roams and the jungle pathing has brought them to the bot lane and they've tried to make it play there but a majority of the time jose de yodo has been recently pathing towards top lane and focusing on getting licorice ahead and making sure Palafox has a movement abilities to roam topside, right? That has been FlyQuest kind of tend-to-go-to strategy. Not all the time, obviously, but that's been kind of their bread and butter for the most part, and yeah. it's just not been working. So... God help me if this happens, but if they keep the main roster for this next weekend... <laughs> uh, <laughs> If they keep the roster for the next weekend, I would actually like to see it be made a point to have Jose Diotto see if he can try and focus bot lane just to switch things up. Um, because currently we're playing, what, Finn as a top laner, we're playing Fudge as a top laner, and we're playing, who's the a, who's a third team? Uh, CLG, Cloud9. right? Immortals and, and revenge. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, actually, yeah. Immortals, I think would be a good time to go push bot lane because I think de- uh, Rays and Destiny are punishable. Yeah, I Cloud Nine's just going to be a crap fest. Honestly, it's I just try nice. and survive that one, boys. It's going to be a time. And then, Yeah, and then CLG, uh, as much as I love Turtle and as much as I love Smoothie, I think Finn's a more solid threat than the bot lane currently of CLG. Mm -hmm. So I would actually like to see Jose try and push the bot lane and punish them. And so... I don't know. If, if for whatever reason we keep the same roster, that's what I would like to see. Yeah. So, hopefully yeah, I, that happens, that's what happens.
0: I yeah, just to there were a couple responses uh that I wanted to read here. Um you know, Ricebox said Johnson hasn't really been a liability, but he's definitely been a non-factor. And this is actually the take that that is the statement that I would agree with right now when it comes to Johnson is that when I think about Flyquist as a team, when I think about how we've succeeded, uh, Johnson does not come to mind. Uh, I, I think about Jose, and I think about Palafox uh, leading the team and making moves. I don't see the bot lane as you know a side that we have really played through or leaned on uh, to carry us to victory. So I would agree that Johnson has been a bit of a non factor. And it's you know a bit of a uh lack of Afro Moo diff, I think, <laughs> for, yeah, for Johnson. Chad. I think I think Afro Moo on Dignitas made Johnson uh look much better than he has turned out to be for us. Um maybe I cause I don't recall. I'm gonna look up right now uh, what Johnson's, uh, history was, um, prior to Dignitas, because I don't believe he had a ton. Uh, yeah, he was on, uh, TSM Academy for a year, um, and, and he, I'm, I'm looking at exactly, yeah, well, TSM Academy, um, He joined as a trainee first, and then he moved to Substitute uh, for the Summer Academy season. And uh, then he joined Dig as their, you know, main bot laner. So, you know, this is his second team. Um, I'm wondering if maybe, you know, maybe he needs uh, a little bit more time... Uh, Growing, Maybe we jumped on the Johnson hype train, you know, got baited in by the AfroMu diff uh, a little bit there. Um,
1: See, it's one of those things, though, just like we already knew this was going to be a bit of a development team, right? That's what we said at the very beginning of the year. We're bringing in uh, Palafox from Academy. We're bringing Diamond from Academy. We already knew. I mean, Johnson looked good, but he was still fresh, right? Right. And so really the only veterans on the team were Jose Diotto from a minor region league that we imported and licorice. Yeah. And so I, I was kind of under the impression, I was like, I'm sure there's going to be some growing pains, but man, it's just not been uh, all that great. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's been, it's been a bit rough. Um, all right. So I'm looking at some other. Uh, See, I'm, I'm trying to like look at stats while I'm also
1: talking at the same time. Bouncing this stuff is hard. Where's curly when you need them?
0: I know exactly. We uh, this is why we need a third person so that one person can talk while the two other people uh, look up <laughs> look up stats, looking up stats <laughs> to back up our uh, our opinions. You know, uh, you can't you can't spew facts without having the stats to uh, back it up. Uh, yeah, hundred talks said Johnson looked super promising a year ago. I mean, I honestly, I think it was I think it was Afremu. Um, I really do. Um, so,
1: yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking at Rice right now. He's, uh, I remember Johnson's second yep. COG game. Everyone on so it was trashing him on the COG Lulu. Uh, see, I don't know. Like, the, the Reddit com- community was kind of dumb on that one, I think. I think the COG Lulu is fine. I think it was just... Because that game was into 100 Thieves, if I remember correctly, and they just absolutely counterpicked us. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then TMB... Uh, my other take is Licorice needs to spend the rest of this split in Academy, and the org needs to help him work through what he's going through. Um, so I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make any, um, comment on players' mental health, because it's not our place, um, and we only know a little bit, you know, based off of one interview... That he did with uh, Travis Gafford uh, earlier in the split. Um, so I, d- I don't want to assume anything in that regards. You know, I want to be careful about people's mental health. It's a very personal issue. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen other players this uh, year with their uh, either physical or mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, ask for privacy. So I want to respect that. Um, In terms of him spending the rest of the split in Academy, yeah, I mean, that just kind of goes in line with what I was saying earlier about bringing in the Academy team, uh, you know, bringing in Kumo to just kind of run top lane for the rest of the year. Uh, Sir Dargor said in regards to Licorice, he looked fine in spring, but it seems he got progressively worse as time went on. Maybe it's the situation of the team struggling. I would say to that... Um, he looked fine in spring, kind of going back to what I said earlier is that I think everyone else caught up or just passed us in terms of synergy and, um, you know, in, in terms of synergy and just a skill at, with team cohesion, um, and I think that's why he has looked um, rough. Yeah, yeah, the, the I, takes I'm, are going... This is actually great when there's a lot of people in chat uh, having things to say. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I, I
1: think 100 TalkPod just nails it on the head, though. Like, to summarize it all, it, it just there's no glaring obvious issue. It's not, I can't point like, hey, this player's the reason we're sucking right now, right? right? Like, yeah. we're all sucking, right? in yeah. which case It's not I like mean, four that, people are yeah. good,
0: and then Johnson is just running it down every game, you know, it's like... Or
1: Bjergsen yeah. and Four Wards in the opposite direction, yeah, right? It's, exactly. it's, it's it's something because I think...
0: <laughs> Bjergsen Four
1: Wards. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, so, like, let, let's go down the list, right? Licorice currently, I mean, supposedly having mental issues, which, I mean, is what it is. On top of the fact that I think, honestly, Licorice just thrives as a player where he doesn't need to make the calls. He just needs to focus on what he needs to do, in which case this team is not supplying that for him, right? Yeah. You go look at Jose Diotto. Um, I don't know much about the history as uh, of the Rainbow 7 team exactly and who did what exactly on that team. Based off of what I saw, though, it was a very... Uh, Side lane driven team, the top and bot sides like to really play for themselves and alone, which is funny, like to play alone in the middle. He didn't really require Jose to deal with his assistance that much outside of maybe providing ward vision every now and then. And so coming into the FlyQuest team, I think Jose came in and it's like, okay, my side lanes aren't really doing anything. And I'm having to rely on a mid laner who's actually having to do all the stuff and he hasn't really played with that that much. So maybe the mid jungle synergy is not as good, which shows in the lack of roaming down, perhaps. And Jose's kind of falling back on, like, well, let me focus on the top side, because that's what he used to do, and that's what he succeeded with. Again, these are all theories. Uh, Palafox, on the other hand, I mean, if you read in the article, the man's come over, overcome a lot of adversity from the Optic Gaming Academy team on Golden Guardians, you name it. Uh, but... I think, honestly, he's still just young. I think he's been our best player on the team. I think he looks solid. I think he's still just learning. Mm-hmm. I'm not too—I don't have really that many issues with Palafox. I know he had a kind of a, a bad-ish weekend this weekend, but, I mean, I think every now and then you have bad weekends, especially think, like, when the team atmosphere Faker, is what it is.
0: Faker has bad weekends. Perks Yeah, bad weekends. exactly. You know, like, people so, have bad games. Yeah. Um, I, I am the number one Palafox apologist. Uh I will defend <laughs> I will defend that man uh to the I, yeah, I truly think he's been our best performing player uh this season. For sure. Uh, and then yeah there, we
1: we get to Johnson, in which case I just I, I think the man came in, had a great year, had Afromu to be his veteran support and tell him what to do, and then you have Diamond come in, who unfortunately does not have a LCS experience, and this kind of ties in with each other. So no one could really truly lead each other, and then so you bring in Dreams, who hasn't been practicing with that team that much, and while apparently is a solid support, isn't as much of a leader as I guess we expected him to be. Maybe that's on us for thinking he was. I don't know if that was like information I did not take properly or that was not distributed properly I I don't truly know but at the end of the day I think all of these players at one point in time have shown that they are good and so I just I think it's just something again we have if you want to point you got to just point at the org itself
0: yeah I think sometimes you put together five players and they just don't work and I I kind of feel like that's just what happened this year is we put together. 5 players and it did not work. Uh so I think and we you know obviously we'll get into this uh you know I'm sure once off season hits and the rumors start flying around and we're sitting on Twitter F5ing until our fingers fall off, you know, waiting for any information from Jacob Bull for Bloop, you know, as to who's going to what teams. Um but yeah, I mean sometimes you, you you put together five players and uh the synergies just uh do not work out. I mean, how many How many times have we looked at other rosters that we have thought, wow, that's actually going to, you know, that'll be a top half of the league team. And then it just, you know, I mean, you could argue even um, the CLG roster, you know, it's five veterans, veterans who have all succeeded, uh, you know, on other teams.
1: I'm going to lie, CLG is even worse than us. Straight up. Yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. I mean, you have
0: you have a roster like that. You, you have a roster like that. Time. You should not be tied with uh this FlyQuest roster. Uh definitely. I mean you've got Finn who was at Worlds last year on Rogue. Broxa who was on Worlds last year on TL. Uh Pobelter, who has, you know, won multiple LCS titles and has been to Worlds himself. Wild Turtle was on FlyQuest and went to Worlds last year. And uh Smoothie, who has I don't think he's won anything, but he's been on some high-profile teams before. So it's just, you know, sometimes you put a team together and it just does not work out. Um, so that is right. that yeah. is what we are faced with. Uh, but you know what? We have We have more games to, you know, rectify the situation, to redeem the season. And hopefully we do it with the Academy team. So maybe we'll get into our picks. Uh, for next week, how does that sound? No,
1: yep, let's do it. If you all right. bring up
0: the... Yeah, I will uh transition the scene. Boom. All right, folks. So, so you can now yeah. see how the tables lie. Uh, I have fallen behind Nox War by two uh points, he is clearly uh ahead uh, of all of us, and uh. You know, that's that's good for him, man. You know, that that must be nice. How does it feel? Uh,
1: pretty good, although I will say <laughs> Cur- Cur- Curly was a little salty because if we're being honest, last week I did predict FlyQuest to beat EG on the stream, and then right before I left for vacation, I, I swapped my pick and went for the 0-3 instead, and <laughs> as much as it hurts, it did pay off, so... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can put backstabbing Noxwar in the chat for uh, anyone who's upset with me. But you know what? Got the sweet Pickums win on that one.
0: Yeah, hey, you know, there you go. Uh, And so now you're two ahead of me and four ahead of Curly. Uh, So this week, Friday, we play Cloud9. Saturday, up against Counter Logic Gaming. And we wrap up the weekend taking on Immortals. Um, So... Here's the thing. I know I have an O3, again, uh, (laughs) listed here, uh, and there's a reason for that. But, legitimately, both the Counter-Logic Gaming match and the Immortals match are winnable games for us, in my opinion. Uh, So, so for uh, any audio listeners out there... uh, I have an O three week for us. Curly and Knox have the exact same picks. Uh, they have us losing to Cloud Nine, beating CLG, and then losing to Immortals. So back to the one two curse, um, which admittedly well, I I would <laughs> rather take that curse over the 0-3 curse that we have been suffering uh, for the last few weeks. Um, so I, I was gonna
1: say, granted, I officially this is my picks. Yeah. Uh, I, if we put the main roster in though I, I said this in our chat Like yes. there are receipts, there if are you receipts. Want we can put I, the screenshots out the there man, yeah if we put the main roster in though we're going 0-3 mm. I, I truly believe that which means I believe god help us the FlyQuest org should be putting in some academy players this weekend if they don't Well, we can talk about that
0: later. Yeah, yeah. if they don't, there's a whole other discussion to have uh, about the blind leading the blind and or, you know, uh, just hurtling recklessly into the void. Um, Okay, I'm going to bring it back to our beautiful shining faces uh, now that we've got those taken care of. So let's just go down the list here, uh, starting with the Cloud9 game. Uh, Any any thoughts on that, or is it just a straight straight L? Uh... So uh,
1: currently, I I think I mentioned this probably way back in the first split, or like right at the end of the first split. The FlyQuest organization is currently six in twenty-two versus <laughs> Cloud Nine since the inception of the organization so uh, i don't that, really have a lot of faith currently that we're going to put that six to a
0: seven that does not spark joy uh if i'm being honest that does not spark joy
1: um, so uh i think it's a pretty safe bet to say cloud nine probably going to take that one and that's not even yep. considering how our teams look right now it just off the record alone we do not have a good record against Cloud9. So I don't think there's I don't think there's much more to say there outside yeah. of I I, I hope uh, if the academy boys in are in uh, maybe we try and punish Blaber in some form with Jose Dioto and Kumo going into the jungles and invading yeah. but that's really like I just want to see proactivity from the academy boys if they're in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Sounds like an L to me, um, man. I I long for the day when we can like come on the show, and predict that three O. Man, I just uh, some someday we'll get back to it. Um,
1: yeah, maybe one day we'll we'll get a week where it's CLG, Golden Guardians, and Immortals all in the same week, <laughs> and it's like maybe
0: maybe it could maybe happen. Maybe it could happen. Uh, yeah, if the if the planets align on the fourth day of the month. Um, <laughs> Uh all right, so moving on to CLG, speaking of which. Uh so I had the L here. Um wait, oh Rice says it's literally actually? Is it literally is it week actually? nine? Could we 3 0 in week nine? That would be incredible. Alright, well we apologize for not knowing the schedule. Uh as, hold on, hold on, as hold on, hold well on. as we <laughs> could. Uh Knox is now confirming. Do we actually have CLG Golden Guardians Immortals in week nine? That's insane. What a what an ending for us. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. So imagine CLG a on scenario. the last, uh, imagine a scenario. Imagine the scenario. Holy crap! He wasn't kidding. He, he wasn't
1: is actually he's not kidding. Friday's right. Golden Guardians into Immortals on Saturday into CLG on Sunday. Week nine. Oh, oh that's my perfect. god! Imagine There's the hope. scenario. Hope. Imagine the, the hope scenario where we
0: have to we have to play CLG for the final playoff spot on the final day of the season. You know what? All right. So Hunter Talk has Prophet Cole. Right? Here comes Prophet Sandy. (laughs) We will play CLG on the final day of the season. We we know this to be true. And it will be for that final playoff playoff spot. spot. We'll we'll be like tied or something going into the final day. And that game will literally decide uh, the final playoff spot. You heard it here first. Uh, You know, clip it. And ship it. Uh, who will win? Uh, FlyQuest, obviously, because we'll have put in our Academy team by then. Uh, and they'll just run over all those uh, veteran boys uh, over there. Well, um, what would be amazing with that
1: is it is also the literal last regular season match of 2021. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is game five of that day on yeah. Sunday. So, yeah, like, it's... I don't know how
0: much more. How like... how scripted can you get? <laughs> I mean, that is, that is the LCS script writer's. Uh, you know, so, uh, Drek, uh, if you're just tuning yeah, in now, Rick. if you're just tuning in now, I just predicted, uh, since we play CLG in our final game of the season, uh, Prophet Sandy predicted that that match will determine the final playoff spot, uh, in, uh, LCS, the LCS Summer Championship. Uh, that is my prediction at this point in time. And we'll see in approximately uh, four weeks if that comes true.
1: So we're, we're skipping a bit ahead by four weeks. So we we should uh, we should continue with our predictions for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So we're on we're on the CLG game. So I said uh, an L here again, but you said a dub. Now we are. I think I was approaching it with the idea that the, that the main roster is still in uh, because until I'm told otherwise, that's what I've got. You know to go off of is that the main roster is in and you know this is it's monday it's monday july 5th uh if trends hold we wouldn't find out if the academy team was playing until uh friday uh the 9th at you know 4 like in the four after- p.m 4 p.m yeah. in the <laughs> afternoon uh, <laughs> but uh you know if the academy team comes in uh to play clg and immortals uh, i'm a bit more optimistic uh, about those mm-hmm. games at that point. And I would even... I would even go so far as to say, you know, if it's the Academy team in, I would maybe predict a win versus CLG and and Immortals. I would go so yes, far as to say... join the dark side. I, I would go join so far as to go for the 2-1 if it's the Academy team in. If it's the main roster in, it's an 0-3. It's, it's, it's an L to CLG. So why... Um, give me your reasoning on uh beating clg uh
1: like i said earlier i know Ricebox was kind of contesting me on that and he he may be right i don't watch clg games that closely but i i thought finn was doing pretty solid in the top lane in which case i think kumo is probably honestly better than him currently yeah and then i think the bot lane of Tomo and Dreams or Tomo and Diamond, whoever it may be, is more than a solid match for Wild Turtle and Smoothie. And then, along with that, palafox can match. Uh, oh my God, Pob Mister yeah. Two Hundred Man IQ himself. <laughs> and then Brock Broxa has just uh, been playing solid as well. But I yeah. think Jose Diodo can match him as well. Like it's pretty for even sure. matchup right there. For sure. So, um, I think really. Because a lot of CLG issues are also kind of what I feel like are ours as well. They just don't seem to get it together, even though they have more synergistic moments. Uh, I think if we have the Academy team in, our synergy and our individual play level is better than CLGs. And I think we can take that match. So, and, that, and, and again, that's with the stipulation that the Academy boys in, are in. Yeah. I actually think if the Academy, boy, or, uh, Academy boys are not in and we have the main roster in... I think the motivation right now and the discipline that we have showing is just not there. And CLG is going to take the first game against us this whole year.
0: Hang on, I'm going to check the receipts on that one. I thought, have we beaten them uh, in every We have beaten them every time so far. We are currently 3-0. Wow, that's, uh... Huh.
1: It is the only team that we are uh, lossless against.
0: Huh. What do you know? That's, a. Uh... It's a cool stat. CLG, officially worse than FlyQuest. Um, (laughs) uh, Oh, hang on. That means we have the tiebreaker no matter what, right? so uh
1: i actually don't know the rules on that if anyone in chat actually knows is tiebreaker considered the whole year or is it only considered summer splits because i know the overall records are considered for the whole year but tiebreaker wise is it only considering the back three games of summer
0: hang on like pulled up the, i would like uh, to i would like to know that i have pulled up the rule book i am consulting the pdf on uh lol.fandom.com
1: Uh, So Drex says he would assume it's the full year, so that's boding well for us because that means we have an automatic tiebreaker over CLG.
0: Yeah, Uh, that would be real. Oh, so maybe we aren't playing them for uh... (laughs) the—oh, no, we could still play them for the final uh, playoff spot because we would have to be, like, one game behind them and need to win to tie them and then get the tiebreaker. Uh, That would have to
1: be— Yeah, so— Either way, we, we are still sitting at an advantage over CLG, which is really good, no matter what happens. Granted, don't get me wrong. These CLG games coming up are very, very important. They need to be wins in order for us to have a chance of making the playoff spot.
0: Absolutely. Completely agree. Uh, I am trying to find... Uh, <laughs> this has been a fun ha, regular regular season, regular season tiebreakers. This section needs help. All right, I should have looked i wish i had known this ahead of time uh um, <laughs> all right nox talk uh talk to me about um talk to me about give, no, give, uh, give me the immortals game oh, okay, uh, give me no give me the immortals game give me your okay. breakdown on that while i look this up
1: okay so once again while Sandy's searching for an answer on that uh the immortals game once again if the academy boys are in I, I, I'm predicting this one to be an Immortals win still. I think uh, they're just just—they're still a solid team. I think they still uh, got their stuff together. However, that's a more 50-50 match, though. So I would be not surprised if the Academy boys are playing that we can win that. Again, once again, main roster, if they're in. We're currently 0-3 against that Immortals team with the main roster. Uh, just... Zurtze is playing decently right now, Sanity's playing well, Revenge is playing okay, the bot lane I think is punishable right now, in which case our bot lane with the main roster is not really putting up a fight, so I would like to see Tomo in there, because I think Tomo and whoever he wants can actually punish that bot lane, so hopefully Academy's in, and I think that's an actually a winnable game, if main roster's in, I don't think it's happening, so, do you still need more time, Sandy, or...
0: Uh, I, th- I can't I don't see anything specifically discussing uh, if it ta- if it takes into account the entire season. Uh, but I think for what it's worth, you would have to take into account the entire season because we have you know mo- we've translated the records uh, from spring into summer and everything still holds. Uh, so I do believe we would hold in that case, the tiebreaker advantage over Counter-Logic Gaming uh, right now. Um, so, still a chance for us to have to beat them in order to get a tie to win the tiebreaker. So, the prophecy is still out there. Um, <laughs> it could happen. If, if the not... The hopium, I'm huffing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm huffing the, the hopium for my prophecy now. Uh, so, we'll see. Um, yeah, so in terms of the Immortals game... Um, I think our, I think our best bet would be, and again, this, you know, I'm really hoping that it's with the Academy team in, because for me, uh, I'd like to see us play through uh, top lane or mid lane there. I'd like to see, you know, I think Palafox uh, really matches up very well, uh, perhaps even better uh, than Insanity, and I think um, that'd be a really great place for him to show off. Uh, And, you know, put the team on his back uh, and get the win through that avenue. So, I think that is a winnable game. Uh, I just do not have the confidence right now in the uh, academy, uh, in the main roster, to do it uh, for us. So, that is my stance on that issue. And, unfortunately, we don't have Curly here to give us his uh, opinion. Opinion. On why, uh, but I would say he would probably give us uh, some kind of uh, talk about how important it is to win through top lane. <laughs> is Curly 2.0 coming in? Uh, no, Curly I was just, just going to say, uh, you know, he would probably be like, I say something about how he wants uh, Kumo in there and for us to play through Kumo uh, because he's been popping off in an Academy and, you know, he wants uh, he wants us to play through top lane. <laughs> um, so, so there's that. Uh, SMG Fudar says in the chat, I'd say at least take a week to bench the entire main roster. Bring up the full Academy roster just to see what happens while the main roster works out some of their issues. Hey, maybe they need to go down to Academy and, uh, pub stomp some kids. And, uh, get... And get some uh, get some confidence back. Uh,
1: Honestly, that's been a strategy before at Worlds for some of the North American teams. Uh, I want to say it was... Who, who who was it? I want to say it was Clutch Gaming. Mm. They were at Worlds and they were scrimming like the top Korean and Chinese teams and they were getting like absolutely slaughtered. And so they <laughs> took like a two-day break to scrimmage uh against some of the minor region teams and they were like taking really solid games off of them. Like yeah. just like bam, like twenty minute wins. And I remember the coaches at the time were like, Yeah, no, uh, like the guys feel a lot better. And so when we went back to scrims, like the day after those scrims, like the guys were playing well and taking games off the Korean and Chinese teams again. Yeah. So maybe sometimes you just need to take a week off and say, all right, we're going to go beat these little kitties over here and then we'll come <laughs> back and it's a little better.
0: No, I, I fully agree. I think that's a legitimate, uh, you know, psychological strategy is to do something, for lack of a better term, that's easier. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, build up your confidence in that way. Because I do wonder uh, at, at this point if it's a, you know, a bit of a confidence issue. Uh, you know, I think there is a large mental aspect uh, to the issues at this point, in addition to some of the gameplay issues. Uh, what else is there to talk so, about? I-
1: I was going to ask, so the way I look at it is we can go over what we think the main roster or the main roster should be going into this week, or we can go into talking about the Academy boys, because we're kind of getting crunched on time, so w- which would you rather cover?
0: Uh, why don't you name me your optimal starting five, super fast, and then we'll hit Academy.
1: Uh, Kumo, Topling, Jose Deotto still in the jungle, and XI needs more time in Academy, isn't quite there yet. Looking good, though, has great improvement still want to see Palafox, although i mean i could see a world where we sub triple in triple has been solid in academy as well then i want to see tomo in and then i honestly am indifferent on the support could be dreams or could be diamond whichever tomo would like to
0: play with yep uh i'm in complete agreement although i think i would prefer to see diamond at this point just because tomo has been in you know the recent history practicing with him practicing yep, absolutely. With diamond so yeah I think yeah I think we're in agreement there. So Kumo Jose Pala Tomo Diamond is our optimal starting five for this weekend and if that's the case I would hope for a two one or at least a one two anything other than an O three. Uh but let's hype up these Academy boys because they, Academy boys. they deserve some high high praise and we'll we'll close out the show with this Uh, Last and certainly not least, in fact, they are in second place. uh, The literal opposite, uh, the inverse of the ninth (laughs) place that uh, the main roster is currently in. Uh, Another uh, solid, solid week for them. A 2-0 over Evil Geniuses Academy.
1: First time this year, by the way, that we've 0 them.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And then a 1-1 split with Immortals Academy. Uh, I did not get to watch any of their games uh unfortunately that's on me uh, I will do my best to catch their games this week Knox, I believe you did uh what were some of the things you saw uh you know because we're hyping these boys up we want them to come up to the main roster but why like you know we need we need some reasons as to why they should actually be up there what do you got
1: the, the main reasons I'm going to tell you right now is not in terms of individual gameplay. Um, don't get me wrong. The boys are solid mechanically, but they're not up to snuff to with some of the LCS's best. They're not going to be running the league against Abadage or Perks or any of those mid-laners. Like, or just as, in general, like mechanically prowess people. Um, but they can hold their ground, right? The reason you want to bring these guys in is you go watch their games in academy. They pull the enemy team around the map all the time. If you go look at the one loss that we had this week against Immortals Academy, we had a higher turret count than Immortals Academy for probably a majority of the game up until finally Immortals took the fight, right? Like, Immortals were constantly winning fights that game. We couldn't win the 5v5s, but we were winning the map pressure so hard. And so... (laughs) Stuff like that is the reason why I want to see the Academy boys brought up. Because right now, the macro and the understanding of how the map needs to work is far better than what the current main roster is showing. Like, it, it, like let me emphasize, it is not the mechanical prowess of the players that we want to bring them up. It's because yeah. they understand how to play the Rift.
0: No, so, wow, that was I, I that guess, was fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Um. sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I would fully agree. I mean, the one... Uh, the the game that we got to see them play, uh, when we had, uh, Kumo, Tomo, and Diamond, uh, in LCS, uh, it was such a personality shift. Uh, they were aggressive, they were proactive, they were making plays, and, you know, that game was against Golden Guardians, so, you know, you gotta take it with a bit of a grain of salt, um, but they looked hungry, they looked competitive, they wanted to fight, they wanted to go after these, uh, moments to gain advantages, uh, they weren't sitting back uh, passively. Uh, so they they know they know their win conditions, they know their objectives. And that is such a great thing to see uh, from those five players that they are a united front, that they are cohesive, uh, and that they are able to execute those macro strategies uh, on a level that is far beyond many of the academy teams uh, that we are seeing. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to, uh, proving grounds again. It was a really great, uh, it was a really great tournament in spring. Uh, I think we can, uh, just the way we've been playing, I think we will, we've certainly improved and this goes back to kind of like what I was saying with the LCS, um, how the LCS operates where, you know, teams, uh, they level up over the year. And I really feel like the Academy team has significantly, uh, leveled up from spring into summer. I'm excited to see where they go. I definitely would say, I mean, they're in second place by standings. Um, I would definitely put them, you know, as a, you know, top four academy slash amateur team. Right now, I really see them uh, going far in Proving Grounds uh, when that comes out. I know we've got a few weeks, uh, maybe a couple months actually before that uh, kicks off. But that's going to be a super hype, Uh, tournament really great opportunity for those boys to shine and I'm really I mean honestly I'll reveal my hand here I'm a little more excited for their matches right now than I am to watch the main roster I'm sorry to say it but it's kind of true or it's just like it's a little rough to watch else uh, the main roster right now I you know I I want to watch some wins I want to watch us win and you know if the academy team is winning uh, then you know I can be found in the twitch.tv slash academy stream uh, or the Nerd Street Gamer stream. I think that's the other one that. Uh, yeah, it's Nerd there. Street. Nerd Street Gamers, thank you to them for uh, helping facilitate uh, some academy play. Um, uh, yeah, I was going go to say ahead. really quick if you want
1: an actual example from both rosters, right? Yeah. Of why I like watching this academy team if you go to the FlyQuest academy versus eg academy game two there is a dive in the bot lane where i believe it is nxi triple and tomo all in the bot lane diving and it's like this 3v3 skirmish under eg's tower okay and we get out 3-0 and i believe it's i want to say contracts who's like limping away he's like almost dead and just nxi and triple both immediately like nxi lands the lee in cue and it's just an instantaneous turn boom and they both you just see them both dash in and it's just like oh my god the synergy to just like we're going in we're taking this and like we're getting out we're fine even though they were also low health it was just that kind of decision making on the spot that made me just like i actually squealed a little bit when i was watching i was like oh, yes <laughs> and so like it it's plays like that and then you want another example of it you go into the actual FlyQuest match and you go look at a lot of our fights and our setups and you'll notice things like Johnson's in the mid lane still or uh, yeah. like well, like up near Harold like uh, pandering. I'm blanking on the match right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I know I said I had evidence and I promise that, <laughs> that is evidence. If you go hunt it down, you got to do the research yourself. I don't yourself.
0: think you could make up what you're saying right now. So we're going to take your word as gold for it. So.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, just honestly, at some point, just go watch the Academy, boys. Go cheer yeah. them on. Go give them the best wishes because I yeah. think, honestly,
0: they, they deserve the world right now. Give them that support for sure. Man, well, there's a lot going on in LCS. Uh, man, I wish I we had Curly here so we could do a little bit of a Curly's LEC corner because there's – a lot of interesting stuff. It was stuff a wild going. LEC weekend, right? It was a wild LEC weekend. Uh, G2 uh, looks a little rough right now. Uh, they are... Yankos, I think, tweeted uh, something about them being so washed. And, woof, you never want to see your uh, your jungler tweeting about your team being washed up. Uh, that is not a confidence-inspiring... I think Carlos said maybe it's time to bring back Hakuna Matata. So, uh, <laughs> you know... Uh, whatever works man hey whatever works for your team well look at the end of the day things might be rough but I'm always excited to watch some LCS so be sure to check uh, the boys game out this weekend no matter who is starting we will root for them we will support them Uh, that is guaranteed so let's see the times we got 7 o'clock versus Cloud9 on Friday 9 o'clock versus Counter-Logic Gaming on Saturday. And to wrap up the weekend, 5 o'clock on Sunday versus Immortals. Uh, I don't believe we have anything uh, left. Oh, quick, uh, Road Roller, just reminded me. Your girlfriend, n- Nox, no longer first in the FlyQuest quest What happened? The big throw. Oh, it's over. The, the dream is over.
1: Yeah, What's funny is she didn't even have a terrible weekend. She went ten and five. That's, that's, <laughs> but, what, I, that's what
0: I went this weekend.
1: Uh, yeah. So no, for her, what killed her was she. She uh, I, uh, awkwardly enough had Faith and Flyquest and picked <laughs> them to go one two. So there, there, there was one of the losses. Yeah. Um, she also had obviously that dig game that upset tsn that was another one of the losses and then i think the other one was she had faith in clg to make a comeback nice. oh and she also had faith in go- golden guardians but in the wrong game
0: oh okay
1: so nice. yeah i think uh i think she just got her hopes up on certain of the lower ranked teams and bit bit the bullet on that one
0: that's fair uh i'm just glad that i'm still top 25 and then i get my uh My name on the FlyQuest uh, graphic that'll get tweeted out later this week. I also, I'm going to take a quick moment to brag on myself here. Uh, In the (laughs) FlyQuest Fantasy League uh, for LCS that we're doing, I have Danny as my bot laner. And I picked uh, him to play the Tristana this week. So Danny for me scored 182 points uh, because of that Tristana pick. So thank you, Danny uh for gifting me a huge win uh really uh from the bottom of my heart Danny if you're watching this uh thank you for uh playing Tristana twice uh and giving me so many points well, I think we're gonna wrap up here. I don't think uh, there's much else for us to talk about. Um, nah, I, I think honestly
1: that this was this felt more like a stream just chatting <laughs> than it felt like an actual podcast because I think well, there's I mean, not what, much to talk about. That's
0: what you want the show to be, right? Is you're just uh, you're just talking, talking into the void, and uh, yeah. you know, having a good time and enjoying yourself. So, this has been season one, episode 16 of Flight Check. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, sticking around for the whole show, being active in the chat. Uh, you can follow us and see all of our man.jpg tweets at Flight Check Crew <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, there is a Discord that just got linked. Thank you, Mubat. Uh, super timely. Uh, join our flight check Discord, uh, where you can talk to us. We can discuss the games in a nice, safe location away from uh, anyone else. Uh, you can follow myself and NoxWar at the Twitter handles that you see below. You can follow me, Toes at SantosDB. And you can follow NoxWar at NoxWar, but with two R's. And he's not here, but obviously going to shout him out real fast. Our usual co-house, co-host, I don't know why I said co-house, man... <laughs> It's time for me to stop.
1: His house burnt down, It's time for me to stop
0: talking. That's what's going on. Uh, curly underscore qq underscore. Go give him a follow. Go give Knox a follow. Hey, I'll take a follow as well. Be sure to follow Flight Check Crew. Give the channel a follow. We just hit big announcement. We just hit affiliate uh, after last week's stream. Absolutely massive. We're gonna get uh, subs and emotes, uh, all that kind of stuff set up so that you guys can start. Uh, gifting us money and uh <laughs> and we will <laughs> pay for my new PC. <laughs> yeah, and please pay, pay for Nox's uh new PC. Um again, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh I'm going to stop recording the stream here and then uh yeah Nox, any quick shout outs you want to say before we wrap up the show?
1: Uh shout out to Hundred Talk. They're about to go live. Oh god, I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. where's the mute button? Where's the
0: mute button? Where's the mute? Oh, we got the mute in there just in time. Okay, we're good.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> just in time, the mute came through. Uh, shout out to my sleeve for covering the sneeze. Nice. Um, Perfect. Love that.
1: Outside of that, no, 100, 100 pod. Give him a shout out. Shout out to Drex for always being an awesome community manager and keeping everyone lively and positive in the Discord. Yes, sir. Um, for real. And then, obviously, just give love to the FlyQuest Oregon general because yep. we're beating up on the main roster right now we're not happy with them but that doesn't mean that they don't deserve our love either so yeah. like, go give them support go shout them out on Twitter whatever you guys need to do don't beat up on them too much because I don't think it's too much on them I think there's just there's there's ne- direction that's needed from outside assistance outside of just the players
0: absolutely yeah. give them give them all your love and support likes and retweets on Twitter all that stuff well thank you guys so much for watching Uh, Stay safe out there, and we'll see you in Twitch chat for another brilliant weekend of LCS real soon. Thanks, everybody.
1: Have a good one, guys, and for Curly, peace, y'all.
0: Peace, y'all. All right, well, the recording's over.